This is your KVNF Regional Newscast for Tuesday, February 20th. I'm Lisa Young. You should have received your March 5th presidential primary ballot in the mail. Donald Trump is listed on the primary ballot. Four of the seven Republican presidential candidates have ended their campaigns but failed to notify Colorado Secretary of State. In addition to their candidates, Democrats now have a none-of-the-above selection on the ballot. And it's still unclear if votes cast for Trump will count as we await the Supreme Court's decision. Montrose County recently awarded a $7.9 million contract to FCI Constructors Incorporated for the construction of and renovation of the Montrose County Jail. The project, now in progress, is expected to be completed by spring of 2025. The project has been in the works since 2016, beginning with an evaluation of the jail's operations and site. Wold A&E provided the site plans and design. The construction request for proposal was published in the summer of 2023 with the county choosing FCI constructors. The project will include approximately 6,000 square feet of renovated space and 5,000 square feet of new construction, focusing on improving key areas like booking, medical, kitchen, video courtroom, and the vehicle sally port. The booking area will be expanded westward while the sally port will expand to the east. Additionally, the loading dock area will be upgraded and the roof above the booking, kitchen, and laundry areas will be replaced. According to the county, one of the most significant improvements will be the expansion of the booking area's holding capacity. The current three cells will be replaced with a total of nine, including two dedicated safety cells and a large group holding cell. The county says this will not only improve efficiency, but also prioritize the safety of both staff and detainees. Delta County commissioners unanimously approved two intergovernmental agreements to place three new electric vehicle charging stations in Delta. The first agreement was made with Delta Health to place two chargers at 1501 East 3rd Street in Delta. County Commissioner Wendell Coons addressed the board regarding the first agreement. We had the Charge Ahead Colorado grant and the uh, CDPH ESCP fund and going through the purchase bids and construction installation bids, there were sufficient funds to assist the Delta Health Hospital uh, in purchasing two level two chargers and pay for the installation. Uh, this is an IGA that covers this. Uh, Mr. Bayer has developed this in coordination with the hospital. The second agreement with the City of Delta will place a Level 3 charger at the Delta Library Branch parking lot on 6th Street. Again, here's Commissioner Kuntz. Again, with the uh, grant and SEP funds, uh, no tax dollars involved, uh, we will start the construction, install the equipment, and uh, turn over maintenance and ownership to the City of Delta. City of Delta has already reviewed and signed this IGA. Just a reminder, Delta County will hold a public hearing on its land use code tomorrow night at 5.30 p.m. at the Delta Family Center at 822 Grand Avenue. On the Ute Mountain Ute Reservation, the tribe has started a project to open one of the largest solar farms in the United States. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Clark Adam Midas of KSUT and KSJD has more.
2.2 million solar panels, 8 miles long and 1 mile wide. That's the dimensions of the proposed Sun Bear Solar Farm just south of Toyak, Colorado, in the heart of the Ute Mountain Ute Reservation. Scott Clough, the Ute Mountain Ute Environmental Programs Director, says the solar farm will be one of the top five largest solar farms in the United States. It is a commercial scale project on the order of 756 megawatts AC power. Planning has been ongoing for two and a half years, and funding is coming from international renewable energy company, Kanagu. According to Kanagu's director, Justin Passfield, the project will cost over $1 billion. Passfield says electricity generated from the solar farm will be connected to the Western Area Power Administration line, but it's unclear what regional entities the electricity will be sold to. We're thinking about the power needs within Colorado, but also it makes sense for not to transmit power too far. Uh, from where you are. Having said that, we're, we're going to be producing a large amount of power, so I'm not sure that all of it will be able to be consumed within Colorado. We as Ute Mountain Ute Tribe have been a fossil fuel tribe with oil and gas for a long time, probably over 50 years. The Ute Mountain Ute Tribe's chairman, Manuel Hart, is excited about the opportunity for the tribe to become a major player in renewable energy. And today, with the changes in legislation and global warming and climate change, you can see the impact of what's happening to our world. So renewable is the new future right now. Canago Group says the solar farm will create over 500 local jobs for electricians and laborers, and they're aiming to start producing electricity in 2026, once final approval is given from the Bureau of Indian Affairs. For KSUT and KSJD, I'm Clark Adamitis. Glenwood Springs resident Cole Berger and Montrose Mayor Barbara Bynum participated in their first Democratic candidate forum in Basalt last week. Berger and Bynum are running for State Senate District 5, which covers all or part of Pitkin, Garfield, Eagle, Montrose, Gunnison, Delta, and Hinsdale counties. Berger grew up on a ranch near Silt, worked in international relations and public policy, and now runs a communications business and an outdoor event space on the banks of the Colorado River. He says his top priorities are diversifying the local economy, protecting the environment, and addressing the housing and affordability crisis. I know how wonderful and lucky it is that we get to stay here and live here in Colorado, but also how challenging it can be to make ends meet here. You know, my family, we've struggled at times to keep the ranch in the family. I have friends and family members who have you know, been brought to their knees by health care costs or child care costs. Bynum agrees that there's an urgent need to tackle affordability and housing, and she says her years of experience as a city councilor and now mayor have prepared her to take this on at the state capitol. I know what it looks like at the local level to create policy and ordinances around how we can use land so that we can build more affordable housing. And we've done that in Manchos. We've brought workforce housing. We've brought low-income housing. We've even brought supportive housing to house our most vulnerable populations in Manchos. 
Bynum and Berger also talked about strategies to address mental health challenges and reach unaffiliated voters, among other topics. The primary for Senate District 5 will take place in June ahead of the November election. Republican Mark Catlin of Montrose will represent the GOP in its primary election for CD5. That's your KVNF Regional Newscast for today. I'm Lisa Young. For more original reporting, go to KVNF Stories on our website. You can send news ideas or tips to news at kvnf.org.